Hey guys, I wanted to address something in prayer life. There's a lot of things I could say, but there's one common theme that I think happens a lot uh, in our prayers. And it's something that I became aware of growing up in the home that I did with the pastor as a dad and someone who went to seminary and majored in Greek and minored in Hebrew and really not only understood the scripture and had a vibrant, still does, walk with the Lord, but he conveyed that to me and really pulled some truth out of the scripture for me. And so this was a, a notice, I guess, that my dad brought to my attention that I've never forgotten. And it's been something that's really crafted my prayer life and therefore a lot of other people that I've kind of shared this with. So I wanted to kind of address it with you. <clears throat> something called help me prayers. Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever done that? Take stock of your prayer life just in the next little bit and see if you notice how often you say help in your prayers. Help me to do this. Help me to be this. Just take stock. would encourage you to do that. And then the other thing I would encourage you to do is just dive into the Word of God in the area of prayer. One of the great ways to do that is to look at other prayer examples. Jesus, for example, gives us a few in the Gospels of how he prayed and exactly what he said. Paul, take a look at his prayers, and I'm going to kind of help you and give you a little clue into, into one of them. Um, and then David in the Psalms in the Old Testament, look at how he prayed. And here's what I want you to notice. Whenever you look in the scripture at people that were just like you and I, they did not use help in their prayers. There was not a repetitive nature of help me, Lord, in their prayer life. Now, you might be thinking, like I did when my dad first shared this with me probably 20 years ago, um, the, the, the father and the, sixth, the sick child in Mark 9, that's the, the first word I thought of. Well, that man says help, and my dad said, yeah, go read it. Go read what he's asking help for and it, read it in context. That is the only verbally listed help me prayer in the scripture. And you know what he's saying? He's saying, help my unbelief. So it's really attaching his need of God to increase his faith. Whenever we pray these modern day prayers of help me, Lord, do you know who that puts in the driver's seat? You, me, help me, Lord, accomplish whatever it is I'm asking or help me to become whoever it is you want me to be. You see, it sounds really pure and really innocent on the surface, and it probably is. But if you look beneath that, Semantics are very important. Words are very important. What you say is what you believe, and what you believe ends up dictating what you do. So if your prayer life really is filled in terms of percentage with more times of you saying, help me, Lord, than it is God, do this for me, your, your walk with God may look a little different. Because you see, throughout Scripture, Jesus does not want to be your assistant. He wants to be everything. He wants to be your all. 
He wants to do in and through you, become in and through you, form you, make you more into his image. He is not interested in assisting us. And prayer, oh, there's so much I could say on prayer. I've taught on prayer. There's Maybe we'll do that here on this platform. Um, I've done a whole retreat on prayer. There's so much here because your prayer life really is indicator of your intimacy with the Lord. So if the majority of what your prayer life is about is, God, help me, you are in the driver's seat. He is in the passenger. And your Christian life might be more of God being an assistant than it is a desperate plea for the presence of God to pervade everything about who you are in every decision you have, in every road you need to turn left or right on. So I just would encourage you to take help out of your prayers. Look at Paul, for example, and in particular, Ephesians chapter 2. Go underline, as I have in my scripture, underline, take a circle, make it a square, whatever it is that's going to stand out for you, highlighter, the verbs that Paul uses, like equip, encourage, enlighten me, give to me, powerful, action-packed verbs with who is the subject? The Lord. You do this. You be this to me. You reveal this to me. You know, David, for example, I want you to listen to this one. This is the one I love in the Old Testament. Listen to the verbs and incorporate that in your prayer life. Watch. Psalm 25, um, verse 4. Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me in your paths. Lead me in your truth. Teach me, O Lord, for you are the God of my salvation. I wait for you. Remember, O God, your compassion and your loving kindness on me. Forgive me. Pardon me. Instruct me in the way I should choose and go. Um, Turn to me. Be gracious to me. Bring me out of my distress. Look upon me. Deliver me. Guard my soul. Redeem me. Do you see the difference? Those are powerful words that can transform your heart, your prayer life, and your approach to the Lord. Instead of, help me, because we're not in control. We are not in the driver's seat. We don't want to be. Trust me. If you've ever driven that car, it'll take you right to a dead end, um, having your way and having God help you along it. You don't want that. You want his presence. You want his filling. I want that. I want him to do in and through me all it is that I'm asking of him. And so my dad shared that with me many years ago. I've shared it with so many people since, and I wanted to share it with you. Take help out of your prayers. Unless you pray Mark 9, 43, Lord, help my unbelief. Increase in me faith. That's a great way to say it even. To increase my faith, Lord, to believe you to do for me and be for me what it is I'm asking of you in my prayer life. So maybe try that out this week and let God deepen your walk with him. Let him deepen your prayer life with him by changing the verbs you use in your prayers.